0: Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle.
1: Money FM 89.3, good morning. That time of the week where we turn our attention to headlines coming out from the U.S., from market reactions post Fed Chair Jerome Powell's speech at the Jackson Hole Economic Policy Symposium to the first look at the court papers the U.S. Justice Department used to obtain a search warrant for former U.S. President Donald Trump's Florida home and details of Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness. To give us an analysis of those headlines and more, we have on the line Steve Oaken, Senior Advisor, McClarty Associates. Welcome back to the show, Steve.
0: Good to be back for my last show from
1: California. Wow, exciting times ahead. Uh, Let's get straight into it. Uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell's speech at the Jackson Hole Economic Policy Symposium. Can you recap, everything about the speech and what it means, you know, going forward?
0: Yeah, well, the chair's speech was pretty direct and succinct in the message uh, he was delivering. And that's that the process of bringing down inflation is not going to be painless. And it's not the Fed's job to worry about pain. It's the Fed's job to make sure we don't have high inflation. So interest rates are going to stay up. And that could mean the odds of a recession are higher.
1: Yeah, how has the speech um, You know, introduced a bout of volatility across the financial market? I mean, what reactions have we seen so far?
0: Well, the stock market took a hit because the market was hoping that maybe with gas prices coming down uh, in the U.S., that was a sign that inflation might be coming down and that we would not have to have continual increases um on the interest rate but the fed share signaled it's going to be otherwise and that means that you know the cost of borrowing is going to go up so you know the cost of a mortgage for a new home is going to be higher the interest rates are going to be higher on your credit card uh, student debt and everything else and so it meant that the market's going to come down because people are going to have less money their money won't keep, go as far
1: yeah it was a very interesting speech and of course it has a lot of meaning uh, going forward but what's been the general sentiment around this speech for everyone who lives in the U.S.?
0: Well, I mean, I think the short term that we're going to be living with some more economic pain, but the longer term with an aggressive Fed who's not going to worry about politics, doesn't worry about popular opinion, um, that in the longer term this means that the American economy will will be stronger, but it means that uh, we're going to have to be tightening our belts possibly for a little bit longer than any of us would have liked uh, economically.
1: Yeah, certainly one to keep an eye off. Let's turn our attention to Donald Trump. And um, how has Mr. Trump reacted to this search warrant to his Florida home?
0: Well, what was very interesting about the affidavit uh, that was uh, unsealed uh, that came out, which the Justice Department had filed. Uh, in order to get the court to grant them a search warrant um, is that, look, the former president had many documents, many, many very critical documents to U.S. national security that he had not stored properly, that he continued to keep. The government's been trying to get these. And so they took the step of filing the search warrant. And this puts the former president in grave uh, legal jeopardy, potentially.
1: But, Steve, do the documents, I mean, drop clues on the scale of the FBI investigation that is being done?
0: They do. I mean, and and was interesting, you know, in U.S. terms, we refer to the president sometimes as POTUS, president of the United States, P-O-T-U-S. Well, here he's referred to as F. POTUS, or former president of the United States. And the document, the affidavit laid out that, you know, F. POTUS potentially committed three crimes. Um, there's a violation uh, the Presidential Records Act, because he was keeping documents that are not his. The, the documents of the president are the documents of the country. And when you're done being president, the documents stay with the country, not with you. So he violated that. He potentially violated or could have violated the Espionage Act, which is very serious. And, and the Espionage Act makes it a crime that without authorization, you have documents that would harm the national defense if they go to a foreign adversary. And there were documents that F-POTUS had uh, that were clearly marked no foreign, N-O-F-O-R-N, which means that they can't be shared with a foreign government. Um, They were labeled S-I, which meant uh, that these documents had special technical and intelligence information um, related to the surveillance, the foreign communication. So if all of these very serious documents where he could have violated the espionage Act, and as well could have been obstructing justice because he wasn't turning over documents that had been requested for over a year. So very serious legal jeopardy now for F. POTUS.
1: Yeah, not looking too good for former U.S. President Donald Trump, particularly given that he wants to run um, during the next uh, president's election.
0: Yeah, and, and well, in, in a way, this could give him even more impotence To run uh, because, under look, we've never in the United States uh, had a former leader, a former president be indicted, let alone go to jail. We tend to try and keep legal decisions from implicating or impacting upon the political process. So, you know, look in in other parts of the world, you have former leaders go to jail all of the time. You know, it would be happening in Malaysia right now with Najib. Israel's had former leaders go to jail. Many, you know, democracies have their leaders go to jail when they commit crimes. Usually it's around corruption. But the United States does not have that tradition. And um, maybe this will make him run. So he thinks it will keep him from getting prosecuted and potentially go to jail. Now, on the other hand, others are saying, well, look, if he was this haphazard in his keeping of national security secrets. Why would he be elected a second time? So we just don't know which way the wind's going to blow because we don't have any history of this in the United States.
1: Yeah. From the former U.S. president to the current U.S. president, Joe Biden, um, he's announced that he'll be canceling $10,000 in federal student loan debt or $20,000 $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients for people who earn under $125,000 a year. Now, what do we know so far from Biden's student loan forgiveness?
0: Well, this is a pretty controversial decision because you have on the one hand, people certainly in the Democratic Party, but especially in it's the left of the part of the Democratic Party, the progressives who see this is a way of helping people get quicker uh, out of poverty and into jobs. There's so much student debt because uh, education and higher education is so expensive in the United States that this is, it is fair. It is, you know, people who are, you know, poor tend to be black need more of these loans because of historic reasons. And therefore this is fair and it's good policy. On the other hand, you have some people certainly on the Republican party, but even some in the democratic party, Who say, how is this fair? Why is it that somebody who worked really hard, you know, scrimped and saved and paid off their debt, and now they don't have any student debt, why is it fair to them that they aren't getting any refund because they've already paid off their debt? And others are saying, well, what about people, you know, especially blue collar workers could be mechanics, could be waitresses, could be landscapers. Why are they don't have any student debt? They never went to college, yet their tax dollars are helping pay for this. So it's a very controversial decision that's pretty much splitting along partisan lines.
1: Yeah, you said it perfectly there. It is incredibly controversial. Before I let you go, let's talk about Beijing and Washington, how they've taken a major step towards ending a dispute that threatened to boot Chinese companies from U.S. stock exchanges by signing a pact to allow U.S. regulators to vet accounting firms in China and Hong Kong. Do you think this is coming a little too late? I mean, what more can you tell us about this?
0: Well, it's not coming too late yet. I mean, look, the laws in the U.S. are pretty clear. And and the regulators... You know, the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, they say we want to be able to audit any company that lives in the United States because we need to make sure that they are being open. They're being transparent because that's what protects investors. And the Chinese, when there are a lot of Chinese companies listed, you know, in the New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ and the like, there's a lot of Chinese companies and they have said the government of China said we're not going to allow the SEC to come into China to audit these companies. And so the SEC said, well, if you don't let us in, we're going to kick you off of our stock exchanges. And this would have had really bad consequences for China, for these companies. There's like Alibaba, JD.com, Neo, all, you know, all listed in the U S and so what China and the U S have worked out is that there's an agreement where the U.S. regulators will be able to inspect these companies in Hong Kong. And so they won't go to Beijing, they won't go to Shanghai, but that they'll be able to audit the companies in Hong Kong. So hopefully this will work. It will give the Chinese companies access to you know, the most developed financial markets, um, and it'll make sure that investors can be confident that the documents and that they're seeing from anyone they invested in the United States regardless of where they're headquartered, uh, have been cleared by the U.S.
1: regulators. I've been speaking with Steve Oaken, Senior Advisor, McLarty Associates, about the latest headlines coming out of the United States. Thank you so much for your time, Steve. Have a great rest of the day. Great. You too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts
0: at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.